Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Paranormal and the Sacred Radio Show with your featured host, Shah McCain, a forensics counselor, psychic, writer, artist, modern day Christian mystic, and UFO experiencer. Shah introduced guests who are experts on all aspects of the paranormal and the sacred. The Paranormal and the Sacred Radio Show has been featured on Blog Talk Radio as Staff Pick. And now for your host, Shaw McCain. My show is created to provide an open-minded platform that welcomes. Well, I want to well, thank you, everybody. Uh, we're actually already having an issue. So, Jackie, please stay on, and uh, I'm going to get her on right now and talk to her, and uh, I might have to repeat that whole beginning again. Okay, Jackie? I'm here. Yes, I'm here. What, what the heck? It started already. I know. I know, and this is the first oh, time man. I'm ready to come out with something and I've been speaking about it in the house, so it's, um, <laughs> I know. So hang in there, everybody, because um, were you were you able to hear my introduction, or where did it drop off? It was a drop-off. Okay. All right. So let me do this again, because uh, this is really very important to get all this information in, because we have a lot of people starting to line up in chat, and I want to encourage you to that you can call in, and we're going to stay on the line, and... I'll just call back in. So just don't hang up, people. Just hang with me because little do the spirits know I have another whole thing going on at the back. <laughs> now they're going to know. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, wow. Anyway, anyway, you want to welcome Jackie Barrett. <laughs> Let me try to hear you again. With a consultant on such films as Skeleton Key, The Right, Stigmata, The Watcher, and Fallen, as well as TV series as American Horror Story and everything from scripted writing, is showing them how things are done from her own real-life experiences and perspective that have been documented over time through producer-director Jude Wang in combination with Universal Studios. You know, Jackie Barrett is an amazing real-life spiritual and otherworld warrior, and I I'm, I'm very much respect her, and I, I love her from a distance. I'm over here in California, and she's in New York, but I love her anyway. And then she's <laughs> born, you know, she's born in New Orleans, and uh, you have a very interesting childhood that I I, can, I identify with a lot of it because yeah, you're like a like a rascal of a kid. <laughs> well, you would have to be. <laughs> yeah, I was bad. <laughs> well, you know, I identify with it, you know, because I was born in uh, Boston, but I lived upstate New York, and actually, mm. I lived in Bikini. I don't know if you know that area. And then Hyde Park and then along the Hudson. Yes, yes. I've I've been up there. I when I used to hang out with the Vanderbilts and get into other trouble. 
Yeah, I used to spend I used to spend my allowance money to get into the Vanderbilt Mansion. That's how I spent my allowance. I ride really? my bike up there. Yeah, wow. and I go into That's the Vanderbilt so Mansion. It's weird. Damn. You know, it so. is really weird. Um, I remember we drove a car into the pool, <laughs> but that's a whole other that's a whole other story. <laughs> that's a yeah. whole other story, my love. So, so Jackie, for the people that uh, don't know you, you want to tell us a little bit about uh, your childhood? Oh my goodness, it's um, well, I grew up in uh, Louisiana. And we had two homes, and actually the uh, the one was uh, the birthing house, which was uh, actually on the Bayonne, the Blue Bayonne, and that's where I was born. So, um, and my my dad went back, who is Native American, uh, a medicine man, uh, still with uh, the nation of the Blackfoot, uh, and so am I. And I still follow the rules, and um, and so does Violet. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, we um, on my mom's side, uh, Sicilian Creole, they were the undertakers, the plantation house. Our family home was um, the funeral home, and where I was raised, um, my mom was a medium to many, many uh, different people, uh, some icons, um, very special people. And people would line up to to see her, and that's how it is in Louisiana, and the folks in Louisiana know that it's all about the spirit. Uh, I used to work for her from the age of five or six all the way up until I left. And what my job was, uh, I was to conduct the seances, and they knew I had this gift, what they called a gift, and I actually hid from it, and it frightened me, uh, and rightfully so, just being a child. And still today, I, I you know, sort of look over my shoulder. So, um, yeah, I mean, I became a spiritualist, uh, a missionary. I, I worked um, quietly until the captain of NYPD was retired, and then we were able to come out with it, that we work together. Um, They've built shows on it. Um, I have clients that I take care of. And most importantly, to motivate, to motivate people to get them where they should be in life. And I'm still working with different um, law enforcement you know, all the way from Tennessee to Pennsylvania to New York and back down again around Louisiana, which is a very, very hard place to work um, for any police department. And then I have my, my people, my my people that I need to take care of who are my very, very close um, built relationship that we have, and those are my clients, and there's a gazillion of them throughout the world, throughout the world. Because traveling, especially like as a missionary, you know, like you travel all over, and and my job was to bring back things um, 
is it true, is it not? And, and, you know, and while you're there, you help people. And I say, is it true, is it not? Those were events that would happen in people's lives. And they were extraordinary events, spiritual events. And, you know, to record them. Um, and then things took such a turn for me. I moved to um, Brooklyn and uh, to... Actually, I, I moved here because I needed to help myself piece together what happened to my mother, Mary, um, who she, what she liked to be called. So... Um, and that happened in the surf hotel and, and being a spiritualist, I guess, you know, uh, you're open to so many things. And, you know, I knew she had a different past than what I follow. And um, But as a child, you know, you are a child of your family and, and you, you have to abide by rules. And, uh, and let's just say I couldn't wait to get out. But, of course, her, her passing in Coney Island... Um, by way of Louisiana, it's like, how did this happen? So that's why I sort of moved here. And then it sort of paralleled with Ronnie DeFeo, the Amityville horrors, the murders. And and I sort of became a fixture of this house. And I say a fixture of this house because not that I don't have freedom. Um, I actually do. I go all over, do work on everything um, from the the art world to um, death row to to many many things many things in life, but a few times I tried to sell it and some things just went wrong. Just yeah, because like I was wondering. Yeah, yeah, I was wondering about that. That if uh, of moving would help, or on the other hand. Mm. Yeah, Sometimes, I don't, uh, it follows you, so... Yeah, whatever. and you know, it's, it sort of puts you into this, um, like, mode where when I first got it into my head seriously, I didn't say anything to anyone, and I was like, wow, you know, this is really a big place for me, and just, I didn't want the responsibility of fixing anymore. I just felt like every time I turned around, there was something, you know, pipe was leaking out of nowhere. Shouldn't have been leaking. And everything was changed. Actually, my contract is on Facebook, and she's amazing. And she came in, changed everything. I mean, from the basement all the way up. And I was like, okay, you know, to myself, uh, I think I'm ready. And, you know, maybe, maybe I need to go somewhere else maybe the spirit is pulling me somewhere else and I tried uh, not for the lack of trying but uh, I have to say like for the two seconds that you know the audience is put on pause you were concerned about me and I was like no I'm fine I'm fine you know yeah but and then I said well you know for the past month like yeah something has been on me, literally on me. So I've been uh, trying to shake it. And it's it's the most horrible feeling because 
I'm so close to so many different things and people and working on everything from dealing with Ted Bundy case to Ronnie DeFeo to um, Richard Ramirez. So doing all these different things, you're bringing in different entities, you know, the New York City Zodiac Killer and and yeah. how I work as a medium is that, you know, I become the person. Like whoever you're trying to contact, it's like they come inside of you and there are many times, you know, I just sit there, I look straight ahead, and while the client is sitting there and I don't even look at them, and, and I know they're listening, and I know, you know, they get up, and it's the first thing they do when I walk into the room is, like, they want to come over and hug me, and I sit down, and I just start, I just tell them to start speaking about anything, and and this dark blanket sort of comes over me, and and I'm just giving them what they came for. And yeah. then even though I'm in there, but I'm sharing my space. So I am once again sharing my space with something because for the past, I'd say, month, um, when I really got it in my head, you know, like I met with a realtor in the house and, you know, I didn't... I didn't say too much about anything, but they sort of know me. And uh, I went to the, did the whole bank thing, right? Um, I woke up, and it was 3.45, and Violet is sniffing at the bottom of the bedroom door. So I pick her up, and I go through the house, and everything is okay, and the alarm is on, and I check the phone, and it's just like this, this heaviness throughout the house. And like I I mentioned before, it sort of feels like you just had a really bad argument because I'm not a confrontational type of person. So it's it's like there's like a tiger chasing you and you have to keep turning Mm -hmm. around. And you just know that there's something there. So it has... um, it has affected me. I try to get out like of my mm-hmm. house really early just to to clear the space and not to have anyone in the house because that's that's part of clearing the space. And also changing things around in the house. You know, you want to I believe in the flow of energy. I don't like anything under my bed, I don't like anything on floors, um I don't wear shoes in a house. I, I believe we carry things in. And I I also know I don't have to carry anything in. I just know that there's something there. Um, but when it has to do with me, it's a little difficult to tell in which direction it's coming in because there's so many different aspects of what I do. But... yeah. I can't I can't put my finger on it just yet and not for the lack of trying and also I don't always come out with the gloves on. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm one to um sit back and I'm a let's see type of person and I just want to see what's going on uh and could the energy be coming from someone else that comes in my home. 
And they're bringing different things in. You know, I mean, you know I have gotten rid of housekeepers because of that, you know, just uh, because of the fact that they felt that they could conjure things up in here, you know, so... Um, yeah, so in any event I mean, it's nothing to play at And I really want everybody that's listening To listen hard because If you think this is a joke And you should be playing around with this stuff You better knock it off Yeah, You need some guidance, you know uh, Yeah, absolutely, absolutely I mean, I use all kinds of tools In my work and But I know how to handle them and and but I also know how to ground myself and protect who I need to protect uh, while I'm doing this. And we do rituals on a basis, on you know probably daily basis, and on Fridays um, is a big ritual day. So it was somebody is definitely doing things, and it's so hard because in the past two weeks, I'm getting messages from um, different people going Mm -hmm. to, that I don't know, um, going to practitioners uh, saying that they've put spells on me to attract me to them, and so don't waste your money, man. (laughs) The only thing I can say is... Don't waste your money because I know I know the true practitioners, um, and I've practiced in Haiti and Peru and Kenya. I I've been around in Louisiana, you know. Um, I've made my mark in in many places, and it's going to take a lot more than that uh, to the law of attraction doesn't work that way, you know. But this is something heavy. This is, yeah. this is definitely a male, and it happened to you, and and, is, and I is, haven't is spoken okay? to you about this. I haven't. Oh. I have folks. I, I have oh, not. I know you haven't. Yeah, oh, okay, I have Jeff, not. Is it, can, can I tell them what we said earlier? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So what's happened is the last few weeks, I had a, like a pang of fear for Jackie, something uh, something was worrying me and bothering me, so I just started lighting candles. And I'm 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 Greek Orthodox, so you know I'm I'm doing like the old school thing, the lighting the candle, <laughs> me and, <laughs> right. and calling the mother to yeah. help me and all that. You know what I mean? So that's what I was doing. And then uh, then we connected, and I was, I felt so fortunate, but I thought it was a strange coincidence, you know, yeah. that that I was going to have you on the show and. Uh, it was it was very strange, and the, but I kept praying. I even had a candle and the incense going now, and then I fa- actually had guarded myself not to really feel what it was, and then I couldn't yeah. help it. I was brushing my teeth before the show. I don't know why I was doing that, but anyway, <laughs> and then I felt it, and it, and it is oppressive. It's a it's a very odd uh, thing. It's almost intrusive in yes, a personal way. It yeah, is. It's so very intrusive because intrusive. I don't, and I, you know, even being trained by, um, you know, people in law enforcement and hostage negotiation and, you know, being trained by these people, like, really hard and, and being trained um, on the American Indian side, really, really hard. Like, you, 
you're going to be this. You're going to walk this way. You're not going to turn around. You're, you know, and a few times, even when I was in the shower, I would wipe off the glass and just like sort of look around and just have this feeling like I was yeah. definitely going to see someone. And last night was the first time in I don't know how long I... I was at the kitchen sink. I turned around, um, and it's a it's a large loft area. Before, I mean, that's the first thing you see when you come in the house. And I turned around, and I saw something very low, and it appeared to be like moving quickly, uh, just so I wouldn't catch it. And it went to where that large ballroom mirror is that I have. And by the way, that was. Um, in a house in Louisiana, and it belonged to Mary. It belonged to us when we used to conjure, and the mirror is considered to be a portal. So there have been people um, who have told me, who don't know anything about this, um, non-believers, believers, believers, um, that they saw things in this mirror. And like I said, my contractor, um, who was working downstairs, heard things and that the last day she heard this like really large growl so um yeah and so when folks when you try to put something on someone or try to get them to look your way and it's there's already something in this house that we're suppressing your energy isn't coming through you're just opening up a different gate to hell yeah given the power uh, yeah, exactly. Well, you're you're feeding something that we're trying to contain, and but you know it's um it's there, and you know I like I said I don't want to come at it full force because you know I, I I'm not gonna just like go into uh, uh like blindfold myself and jump into a ring and get my ass beat by something or someone. So, yeah. you know, it's it's a way to do it. I don't yeah, tell all I, my stuff. <laughs> you know, no. I know how to take care of business too, but it's it's Good. very, it's very, very odd. Um, it's odd. Yes, it's very strong. It's very odd and it's definitely um, a and male. And it's subtle in a way. And it's subtle, it's subtle in a way, like it's sneaky. Yes, you know what I mean? Is. Like, Sort of, yeah, personal. I, I don't want to just keep saying, but I have a candle lit, and I'll keep doing my incense and the blessed mother. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm me. doing the same thing. I mean, I go a little bit further. You know, um, I I don't mind. I I I believe in walking the line. You know, so yeah. I I don't mind if uh, you know I have to step over onto the other side and and you know fight my own battles. But there was. Um, there was a reason behind this, and I was yeah. like, "Wow, I never, I never came out." And well, I sort of hinted around a little bit because I was hoping that by saying some some subtle things, somebody would come forward and say, "Wow, that that has happened to me," and. I, you know, I told some people who were really close to me, like Director Jude Wang. She's like 
she's so amazing. And I remember yeah. one time she gave me this um, this camera and this um, little audio box, and she said, I want you to go, like, in your bedroom and just give me, start talking about yourself. Give me your diary. And I was like, this is weird. I'm not doing it. And, you know, I'm sort of a hard ass. It's like, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. <laughs> you know, I'll do it when I yeah. want to do it. But I went in my closet. I sat on the floor. And I, for probably about a year and a half, I started recording um, this journal and a journey. And I, I, I did it purposely because I wanted to bring up something that has happened to me. And I couldn't really talk about it um, because I haven't found, you know, and it's a lonely feeling because when you, you can't communicate this to someone else that it's happened to or, you know, um, what did you do about it and what what is it, you know, but, yeah. okay, so this is what it was, and when she heard it, she was like, I am so blown away by this, I don't know, like, what category to fit this into, but it's your life, and then it went into universal, so part of this with me is that it happened when I was really, really young, uh, no more, no more, it started no more than the age of six. And it was, I would fall asleep and I would be half awake, half asleep, and I felt my body being manipulated. That's the only way I can describe it. And I would see a figure, and then another figure. There was three figures, always three. And I couldn't see them. I couldn't make out their features. Um, it was just a milky type of figure. And it was, non, it was no sex to it, no male, no female. I couldn't put my finger on it. Um, but I would see their their hands. So I would see from the hands to the elbow. And the only way I can describe it is like when you're kneading dough and I felt my body being touched in this fashion. And it was not a sexual thing. It was, n it was nothing like that. Um, after... I never saw how they would leave. After this would happen, um, and being raised in Mary's home, um, and she is my birth mother, but she um, always wanted to be called Mary, and that's in my book, and you'd know why if you read it. So um, right. I would try to stumble to their room, and literally stumble, because I could not move. And it felt like every bone in my body was broken. Oh. And literally, 
like I could not stand up straight. And this would go on night after night. I don't remember at what age it stopped. I remember talking to my father about it. And he would just listen, and we would do rituals. And I would then go in my room, and I would see these other mojo bags hanging and different things that he had made, uh, you know. So I knew it was something that he was concerned about. And then it happened again. You know, it started happening again in my teen years and then, you know, young adult. And I remember my first apartment and... I left home really young. I finished school really young. Then I wanted to go on to, you know, I was like, I'm going to try this. I was always the one who had to, you know, achieve and keep going, and I wanted to. And I had dreams, and I wanted to, I saw them, and I wanted to run to it. So I remember my first apartment, and I was just like laying on the floor and just looking up. And I must have fell fell asleep, and it happened again to me. And it feels like every part of your body is, like, being put back together. That's the only way I can describe it. And then it happened again and again, um, and everything would hurt, like my joints would hurt. Uh, Just everything. And And I'm not, like... I'm not a huge person, I'm not a big person, not but, small. but I'm, yeah, I, I'm a tall person, and mm-hmm. um, I, I was like, wow, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not fragile, you know, I dive, I, mm-hmm. I do Taekwondo, I, 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 whatever it is, you know, I have to do, I do, like, I go right for it, you know. It doesn't affect me like that. And I truly believe, like, we put ourselves in a category, even when it comes to age, we're like, oh, I can't do this and I can't do that. And I was never one for that. But in any event, um, my point is, is that, you know, I'm not a fragile person. And I... I just couldn't understand why these things would happen. And, you know, if if someone has a cold, I would get it really, really bad. You know, if someone has, like, a mild back thing, it would take maybe two, three weeks. I'd have it for six weeks. And it would be friggin' extreme. You know, um, so I I just, I knew it had something to do with that. I wasn't sure what that is. Um, Yeah. But it happened again. And this time when it happened, I was laying in my bed, and it was probably about six weeks ago, 
um, I was really relaxed. I was so, like everything was perfect, you know. Everything just felt really good for that one moment. It felt good, like everything comes together. And we we call that the triangle in life, you know. If anyone ever practices Alesta Crowley. It's like the triangle in life, and it's like my pillow felt nice, and my bed felt like a marshmallow, and it just felt really good. And I closed my eyes, and I wasn't asleep, but I could not open them, and I felt the hands. And it's as though my bones are being bent and moved and put back. But here's the thing. There's Hmm. something else to this. You lose time. So it's not just this physical aspect where, you know, I have incredible, I have an incredible doctor. I have a few different, um, you know, I have foot doctor and I have this and I have that and I have, and these people know me well and I can go to them and I can say, you know, like, this really, really hurts me and they look at it and they're like, hmm, but it's not broken, Jackie. And I'm like, no, 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 it really, really hurts. I can't move it. And why is it swollen? Why does it look like this? Why is this? Why? Then it just goes away. But I lose time. Can I have detail about this? I, by saying they were milky colored, did they right. happen to have like an opalescent quality with its milky color? Was it you kind complete, of you com- As you're speaking, you're completely like, Staticky. Uh-oh. Okay. Is yeah, it better? Does... Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. When you when you look at the, the color of their skin, was yeah. it milky, pebbly, or opalescent? Do you no, know what I mean by was, opalescent? I, yes, I do know what you mean. I could yeah, not see okay. through them. I could, it, it was no. thick. It was thick. It was like a milky haze. And I could not see, I could see the narrowness of the shape, um, probably about my height. And they would just put their hands on me. And I would feel it. And then after they leave, I remember, and distinctly I was looking up at, you know, the tele- I have a television on the wall, so I was looking up at it, and it's high enough where I need like a three-step ladder to um, to to get at the cable box, right? So and yeah. and the TV. So and I'm five nine, so that's how high it is. And I um I remember looking up there and seeing the time. And I was completely awake. I closed my eyes. I was still awake, but I could not open them, uh, but only a crack. And it was enough, and I was like, oh, my God, it's back. And I felt these hands. And I felt it on my, my leg. And I I just, like... I lost two and a half hours. Like I opened mm-hmm. my eyes and that was it. And and this had happened where 
I distinctly remember it was this wasn't as bad as the time before where I was moving um, from a different part of Brooklyn. I was moving from Williamsburg to Bay Ridge. And I I was laying on the couch. There was no TV. Everything was packed. And they just had to come, the movers, and collect the couch. And I was just hanging with some friends. And they had left. And I remember seeing this dark, shadowy thing come in. The room became very, very bright. I was not sleeping. Uh, and if anyone who really knows me, I'm an insomniac. So... It takes me a long time to go to sleep, and that's why I like naps. So it happened again to me, but this time I saw what was coming in. And it came in from under the table um, towards me, and I heard like an, sort of like an animal noise, like all my pets were transported already. Um, because I had a bobcat at the time, so all of them were transported uh, to this part of Bay Ridge, this part of Brooklyn. So I um, I couldn't understand what was happening, and it almost felt like I just remember saying, "I don't want to die." Oh, like I don't want to die. Like. And I was very calm. There was no, there was nothing happening. There was, like, there was, I I wasn't crying or screaming. There was nothing like that, nothing. And again, I felt those hands. Uh, And I, I heard, like, an animal noise, and that was my point of saying why, you know, like, to clear up the fact that everyone knows that I always have tons of animals. So um, this sounded like a pig snorting, um, and it was right near the door, but my back was toward to the door uh, on the couch, and I couldn't see. I couldn't even move, and that was it. So I we moved here, and... I felt it again, and it's it's a painful. It's painful, uh, and you lose time. And you know, sometimes, like when things happen to us, you know, people come to me and they, and they say, "I I need your guidance and I need your help," and and I feel really lonely because I can't go to family members, and it has to do with everyday life things. But yeah. mine is mine is otherworldly, <laughs> and it's like yeah. you know, there's no coffee talk for this, you know. So <laughs> you know, no. that's um, it's difficult. It's difficult, and I've um, I've learned to to live with it. But I've never, you know, it's sort of like you're looking for one of, and I don't even know why I'm going to say this, um, and I'm stopping myself, but it's like. For one of your own, I don't know if that makes sense. I understand. I think we all have that yearning, you know, for uh, yeah, family, you know, but to have it no, but where it's like more yeah, accepted, it's you know what more I mean? like 
it, and I yeah, don't know if we're going to find it on this earth, you know, and that's what, we're, you know, that's the thing is that uh, that lonely, isolated feeling, especially if you're a, you're a family dysfunctional and then you're gifted and people yeah. have moved away and moved on, it's a, it's a lonely spot. It really is, and I'm I'm kind of in the same spot, but I'm able to contact my daughter a lot. When my son lives in Chicago, and I haven't yeah. seen him in three years, but I feel the same way. But I was wondering about the place you live because do you think there's something there in the place too? Well, on its own, not that has nothing to do with you, but you just you're there, and it's. I have lived in many haunted houses. I don't live in oh, one now. Oh, I do thinking. too. It's like we attract, you know, it's, yeah. it's like anything else. There's a purpose why we're put in different places. And and yeah. you know what? I've had people say, um, I have had neighbors um, call, like they'll have my home line, and they would call and say, um, there's a guy on your property. I just saw him. And I'm like, okay, thank you for letting me know. And I just go about my business. I don't even check because, first of all, um, you would be picked up on a camera. And I'm looking at it as they're talking, you know, the screen. And they don't know this, but there's no one there. No. I mean, there's there's something there. (laughs) But there's no one there. But a few, you know, I mean, I hear people walking around at night in my home. It's a new home built, um, and it was actually by accident why I even came down this block to, and I, I wound up purchasing the place. And I tried to get out of it at the closing, and they said they would sue me. Oh, so I was like, and my lawyer, you know, um, it's like that's the worst thing you can do because he's like, He's like Joe Pesci's twin. So he's sitting there and he's like, don't you bop, 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 my client, you know. And I'm looking at him and I'm like, go ahead, Tiger, you know. <laughs> but, yeah. um, we're, you know, we're not skittish people. So I'm like, you know what, that's okay. And he was like, you know, so you blow after three years. And I said, yeah, don't worry about it. But life took its turn and I'm here you know, coming up on 10 years. So I'm like, okay, whatever. But most of the time, uh, the first, like, five years or six years I traveled, I wasn't even here. A lot of people don't even know that. So I wasn't even here. And I'm just sort of settling in. And and, um, Kathy, my contractor, came in and painted the whole place and over just recently. Yeah, she did fantastic job but there's something you know there's something going on and as I was talking about selling the place and maybe you know getting something smaller where I don't have to fix things and I can just like you know hey call a super like everyone else and yeah the house said no you know so I'm like okay you know (laughs) I don't want to be a sciatic attack again that lasted two months you know, um, I I don't need this. You know, I'm cool with you, but it's not it's not a loneliness for family. It's not a loneliness for friends. Um, it's it's a I I need to know, and 
is there anyone out there? Is there anyone else out there that has been bitten? And that's the only thing. It's like I I just wanted to make contact with like somebody who has experienced this and knows exactly what this is. You lose time, you feel um like your bones are broken. And it's really creepy because, like, I was talking to Joe about it, and I said, you know, I remember being up, like, on a third, the third floor of this plantation and getting up out of bed, and it's almost like the only way I can describe it is, like, that Silent Hill nurse, like, rickety and cracking and, you know, uh, yeah. trying, yeah, trying to make it, well, you know, down the hallway without like scaring everybody. And I was like, well, actually, to hell with that shit. I was like, you know, scare you or not, man? Like, help me, you know. So when that happens, it's really frightening because you you lose a piece of what's you. Um, your time. Like, how do you lose time? You know, like, I've come across many things, exorcisms, uh, conjuring. I have seen things that, you know, the, the everyday lay people would just be like, oh, that's for the movies. Well, actually... You know, when you're watching a movie, a bit of it is taken, if not a lot, depending on what you're watching, from true life. Because that's where these things are developed. They are developed from true life experiences. Wow. You know, and, but Jackie, I don't want it, I don't a want feeling it about this. It might be, because since it, that, cause there's a couple things, like there's something with the house, but then there's something that you have, um, but I have like a, a strange a story attached to it that is, because uh, I, as when I was a kid, I don't know if you believe in this, but I was regularly abducted, you know, and taken away. And I, I have always had like this feeling like my bones were broken and I would have to sit on the edge of the bed, look at the floor and think, okay, I only have to do this once meaning jump off the bed because it's yeah. going to be hurt. It's going to be agony when I land. And that's what I spent my whole life like. And But I did, uh, but I feel, but I have been, uh, I belong to this group. I finally actually wrote Harvard. I, I had these bizarre experiences where uh, I was missing time and it was even involving my grandsons. We were in a library and we're actually, we were in a little bubble and everybody else was living a different existence and we're all there at the same time. And it was a very, uh, odd time lapse thing. And, yeah. uh, but I've, I've done that forever, but I actually had some blood tests done and they've always turned up the same. I have excess calcium in my blood, right? It's always been the same way. And I always said, well, now what? But it turns out, you know, I have a a disease that actually takes the calcium out of my bones and puts it in my blood. It causes me a lot of problems. 
and it's the wow. PTH. I don't know if your calcium levels are elevated. But no, they're not. I just had, um, you know, I go for a physical, and I just had everything done, and it's... Um, but they miss this a lot. Everything it's, is it's, low. Everything is low. Everything yeah. is low. Like... People fight for their cholesterol. You know, mine is very, very low. But also, I, you know, I, I eat like a rabbit. But um, mine is mine is low. But this is that's exactly how I felt. It was like you know, um, like your bones are broken. Your bones are yeah. broken. And and I've seen I've seen things um, that have certain things that have happened. Okay, like one time I was on a bus, right? And this has happened a few... Well, I'm going to give you one example. But I was with different people, and I was with this artist, and we were coming out of Momer, and we jumped on the bus, and we were hanging out. And we're talking, and he went, oh, my God, you're outside. And I was like, what? Like, what did you smoke, right? So... Yeah. He was really scared. He was freaked out. But there was a person running that looked just like me. And this happened when I was a child also, where my older brother thought I had gotten off a bus. I mean, we always took a trolley, right? So we came to New York, right. and and I was like, oh, my, I was so excited. I wanted to ride the bus. I wanted to ride the bus. And we all get up on the bus, and I'm sitting there near um, my grandmother, and I heard my brother say, Jake, got off the bus, because a lot of people don't know this, but anyway, my, my birth name is Jake. And it's like, Jake, got off the bus. She's off the bus. She's off. And, I, and I looked out the window, and she had the same dress on. And oh, I, just, I just remember her turning a corner and I watched and I looked down and I looked at myself and I looked at her and you know nobody said anything and I just remember my grandma like squeezing my hand and telling me in Creole like Mm -hmm. it's okay it's we all have doubles and I was like what you know like you're telling this to a little kid but then again you know, I was um, a different type of kid, so, you know, so, but this has happened to me, and here's this really strange thing, just, I think it was like two days ago, this, and I'm going to send you the message um, from this woman, Um, actually, uh, Joe can send it to you, uh, where she... uh, I was receiving messages from 2011 because back then I didn't man my own Facebook and I started um, not too long ago truly connecting with everyone and putting myself out there, which I wanted to do uh, on a friendly basis to help people. And I thought I can help people more. But anyway, she sent me this message saying that um, her, her mother, back way, way back in the day, 
graduated from flight attending school and I'm in the yearbook. And I was like, no, that's impossible. <laughs> wow. Like, no, that's not me. And I wasn't born then. And I was like, is, you know, is this a joke? Like, what is this? You know, so there is, I don't know if there's something to this. I don't know what's going on, but I'm like receiving these messages from people saying that they have a picture of me um, sitting at a cafe in Louisiana, and that was today, and I'm in Brooklyn. I'm not there. Wow. Yeah. And they said, you know, we know you're always really friendly and you come up to people and people come up to you. And we kept calling you and calling you and I'm sorry for disturbing you. Like they were very apologetic. And they said, you just seem to be staring straight ahead. Are you okay? And we'll pray for you. And I was like, oh, save your prayers. I'm in Brooklyn. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's like... No, that's not me. Yeah. It's, it's not this me. Is a, well, this is, okay, there's another thing um, that Einstein had this, this he, well, you know Einstein's theory, but anyway. Yes. But he also said the, the reason why some people think that uh, they've been here before is because they have been there before. Right. And that... Uh, we're actually seeing this weird loop. And um, I've been in that loop so many times, and I've just described it. Uh, I described it to people, and um, what happened is that it happened in, in, a, in a group that I belong to. I wrote to Harvard because I was having all these bizarre experiences because I have a uh, – my issue was uh, – I kept having these strange abduction experiences with aliens and stuff like that. I don't know if you believe in aliens or UFOs. Well, or, or since you since you've said that, right? Okay, um, I didn't want to say it, but I said it. Okay, and I'm glad you did because there's been somebody like knocking at my door and contacting me, and um, her name is Jeannie Callahan. And she's uh, a massage therapist, uh, like medical massages. And she had come to my home a while back and did this whole massage, you know. And I was like, you know, I, I know she's probably listening but I'm I'm just not doing that again. Like I felt super weird, and I I don't like my body to be manipulated in any way. Um, Me I, I even freaked out at a chiropractor once because I felt like I was outside my body. But yeah. Anyway, she came to the door as a massage therapist and friended me and always you know, text me and, and all this other stuff. And and then all of a sudden she said, you know, um, she was with some institute and she they sent her because they found who they were looking for. And I was like, who? 
I'm laying there like with a sheet on, you know, like who are you yeah. looking for? And she said, you. What an awkward thing. I was like, this is awkward, man. It is. It's like you butt naked under a sheet and someone's looking for you. <laughs> you know, so I laughed it off. I laughed it off and I was like, all right, whatever, you know, I'm not, I'm not doing this. I'm not playing your spaceship game. Like, I'm not up for this shit. So um, she was like, no, I'm telling you. She said, I knew it because they told me to look for your eyes. They gave me the picture of you. And I was like, who are these people? Like, what people? Like, am I going to get Nike sneakers? <laughs> you know, like, like I'm not, I'm not going down like that, man. Like, you know, no way, no way. I'm not doing it. Like, I'm not going, you know. But she said, we're, we're looking for you. And she was telling me about these different ships. And I was like, Lord. damn. I was like, damn, girls on acid or something, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> I was like, what's going on? And um, no, they so the the institute starts contacting me, and I changed my number because I was like, oh um, I changed it for I, what? I changed it for a few reasons because they're you know it's just like sometimes someone will get your number and it's like, oh man. But um, they, um, it has to do with aliens. It's so weird. Because that's why I was asking you what the milky opalescent look was because I've seen something that looked like that. But it looked more skeletal, thin, you know, and it was this, milky. They were thin, but oh, it was solid. Uh, yeah. Like shoulder to shoulder, shoulder to shoulder was... You know, it was um, narrow. I mean, they're not like huge, not like, you know, it didn't look like a weightlifter or anything. I no. distinctly remember this. I distinctly remember this. And, you know, I was a writer as a child. Um, I mean, I know what I'm saying. I, I wasn't like... You know, I took pride in my high IQ, you know. So I was like, what what is this? You know, I don't I don't do I don't drink. I I've never tried marijuana. I I stay away from anything that would cloud me um because of my work and you know, I don't know, I'm a little wild now. How would I be if I got high, you know? So I yeah, I was really. like, nope. Yeah, I <laughs> really. Yeah, so I, was drink, like, no. I don't drink anything either, or do any. I don't do anything. I know I don't but, have to, man. This is like me naturally. I really don't have to. I'm like high on life. Yeah, I truly believe that. Because I was from the '60s, and I didn't get high like everybody else. I was drinking boom any boom spring or something stupid. But anyway. Uh, that was no, my, we, we didn't, I didn't have to, I mean, I, I, I sold Moonshine, I mean, somebody, I remember, you know, a review, and I love him, and I love you, Tony, but, you know, he said I was a bootlegger, and that's okay, you know, I don't, I don't Keep give a rat's ass, you know. giving Moonshine to the hobo, that's all. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, from music lessons. Like, you know, I knew enough I wanted to play several instruments, and they were like, they were the best, man. They were the best. Mm. Those are the sidewalk saints. But I was like, yeah, I there, there's, something, there's something happening, you know, and I'm not sure what it is, but the last time that this had happened to me, and mm-hmm. I had hurt my back, and I mean, I went for an x-ray. I went, and you know, Dr. Roy, who's on Facebook, I mean, these people mm-hmm. hear the show. He came to see me. I was bent in half, you know. Oh, um, he bought me a back brace. I had one. He bought me another one. I have like a whole duffel bag full of braces and, and everything else I can just dump out and be like, hey, I take your pick. What do you want? But, you know, I did the massage. I did this. I did that. I went to the chiropractor. The chiropractor said to me, um, you know, I don't understand why you're in this excruciating pain. And they sent me for an x-ray, and he said, like, the nerve was huge. There's no disc out of place. There's no nothing like that. But something happened. Something had to happen for this to happen. And I said, it's probably stress. You know, I just threw it like that. Um, I also went to a different chiropractor that was a Scientologist, and he said, um, because I have you know, through the the course of my my life of helping people, I have studied many different religions because that's what it's all about, not pushing mine onto you, but me exploring yours. So I, um, he, you know, he said, something manipulated you. And I was like, what do you mean, something? Because when I went to the chiropractor, he couldn't really touch me um, I, his name is Dr. Nick. Um, when I went there, he just put like this machine on me, and I just told him, I said, I, I, I went back for the last treatment just to face him because he was really, really good to me, and I just said to him, Dr. Nick, I, I can't be touched. Like, and I would, I couldn't sit down, I couldn't stand, I couldn't do anything. Uh, the pain was so bad that my my MD said, um, you have to go to the hospital and you have to get an epidural. And I said, I can't. I said, I can't do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. So um, I could hardly walk. And I was, the, my leg, it, it was like that movie, like idled, idled hand, you know, is going in a different direction. And a little at a time, um, with this um, acupuncturist, I started coming around. And when he started first doing it, he said, wow, I've never seen such a fast reaction. Like he said, I put the needle in and these red circles would appear. And I didn't have to touch them. And I told him, don't put any electricity onto it because it doesn't yeah. it, and I would I would know to say it doesn't like that so I know it's strange but then again so am I and so is life yeah. and we can't explain yeah. everything and you know I used to think like I never thought I was a know-it-all 
Um, I've learned from many t- different, different types of people, and some probably, you know, the audience out there would probably be like, oh, my God, I can't believe she was around that person. That is so scary. But we have something to learn from everyone, and I don't yeah. judge anyone. I do not judge anyone. Um, you know, I'm just open to whatever you want to share with me, but I was never able to come right out and share this. Uh, and one time uh, I was in Vegas and it was for, it had to do with um, a conference with forensic files. And yeah. I had to speak at this conference. And right next door to it was like something with UFOs. And yeah. I would leave there, like when I was done, and I would sneak into there uh, and just stand in the back and listen. And I would take all this energy in. And I felt like some of them were maybe clones. And yes. I'm careful it's, saying this because... I said, like, no, I said the same thing. I have said yes. it... Okay, I said it when, okay, I've been to the conferences and everything, so... Uh, right. You know, Whitley Strieber wrote Communion, right? And we just yeah. all happened to be at the same table and we're all talking about stuff. And uh, I said, you know, this is a really strange, but... Um, that once in a while I see people that I don't really, I think that they're like part alien or something like that. And he, I said, uh, I noticed what there was does, this picture. What do they anyway, look like? Well, people say and then other people said they look like a bunch of stuff. But what I saw, okay, and these dreams and all that, um, right. was so uh, shocking to me and I was having such a hard time because I was being you know, visited or whatever right, on a regular exactly. basis. Yeah, on a regular basis that I actually wrote to Harvard because I thought, okay, if I'm that nuts, I better get a good doctor. So I wrote to Harvard. And Dr. Mack at Harvard put me back, believe it or not. He said, I believe everything you're saying. Because why would I lie to him? You know what I mean? No. And I told him, and then so I so I joined a couple groups. So I asked, I, I once in a while say, that if they go, let's say, have a conference, that means all of us are there, right? All the experiencers, some experiencer of that too. So uh, not only the other stuff, it's, it's the spiritual stuff in the other world, but the other world planets, I guess. I don't know. Interdi- right. People are saying they're interdimensional. They're saying, but I, I noticed that there was a couple odd people, and then other people don't remember them being there, and they would be like really? blonde. Blonde, very blonde Nordic looking people sitting in the audience yeah. and uh, uh, sometimes other people would pick up on it but rarely and some people would be they're like watching and listening with us they watch everything they do because they're very curious about us you know so I think we're dealing with many different things we're dealing with uh, I don't know how people are dealing with this all because it, for me I had to compartmentalize because I I do work with a contractor for the federal government, and I'm a right. I know, I know your, I know your government background. I know your government background, right? Yeah. I know your reputation. I know your government background. Thank you. And and I'm, 
I, I've, I, I just love you to pieces, and I know you're intelligent. I you. And Thank and you. I just feel but, but look that at all the weirdness of all this. It's so I odd, know, so I odd. know, but you know, like I've had, I have people messaging me that I'm a traveler, and I'm like. Okay, I asked her travel. I'm, I'm, I've that's, mastered that's, this. I, I know how to do this. I've taught it to people. I, I've managed to help people out of difficult situations to recreate their environment and change and turn back time and, and learn how to live in, um, in, your own, in your own canvas. And yeah. They were like, how did you know how to do this? I was doing that at 10 years old. I finished yeah. high school. I finished, I finished high school right before 16 and then went on to LSU. Wow. And then found myself in weird predicaments, you know, because I wouldn't work um, for Mary at this point. Um, and... I wanted to to be an artist. I wanted to to do something different, and uh, this wouldn't allow me to. But I knew it, I, it wouldn't allow me to dive deeply into the art world. But I was able to, through different musicians and artists, and and made my mock in MoMA and did this and did did whatever I wanted to do, and I knew. Like if I have my sight on it, I'm going. You can't stop me. I'm like a train. You cannot stop yeah. me. So I had this enormous drive, but I knew this. I knew this, and I, you know, I remember. You know how all little girls. Well, I was this type. Um, my my father was like my father was huge. He was this really big guy, right? And he had long hair. And I would comb his hair, and I would come into the bathroom, and I had this, like, little step stool, and I was no more than five, and I would stand on it, and he would bend down, and I would put, like, just a whole bunch of mess on his face, and, like, I was making him up, and I told him to look in the mirror, and I was talking to him, and we were laughing, and I distinctly remember saying to him, um, well, one of the things... I said, you know, when I get older, I'm going to write a book and I'm going to put you in it. And he said, is that right, Jake? And I said, mm-hmm. yes, that is. And and he said, well, what are you going to say? And I said, the truth. And he said, oh, let's hope the world is ready for it. Wow. And, and, I, and I did these things, you know, and I was able to honor him and, you know, and keep him with me. Um, so my point is is that I saw these things and I said to him you know I would draw and I would say this is how the book is going to look and he said it's going to be all blue and I said no some black and when um, you know Berkeley picked up uh, my manuscript and they were like this is incredible and we're going to uh, put it out, you know, all over. It's going worldwide in every language and everything. And and I was like, wow. so, so like, wow, right? So yeah. Um, I said I'd like to see what the cover, what you have in mind for a cover, because it was important for me to keep 
um, certain things, the rights to certain things, and even the artwork. And um, she said, you know, it's funny, I have something in mind. And I said, really? I said, can I see it? And I had nothing to do with the cover to The Devil I Know. And that's the cover that I showed her. I said, this was a drawing when I was small. And it was like a tree. And it was um, a a face of someone. And it was all the moody colors. And that's what it was. And now, well, it's it's majority of black. Then there's blue lettering and a face, and it's in yeah. the book. You mm-hmm. know, and I really love the way you wrote it and interspersed your uh, history. You know, it, it, I love. I really love this this book. Intense. You know, a couple times I got the chills because uh, it was recognition. You know, and yeah. uh, what you did for. Can you give me uh, what you did for DeFeo? Um, took to me a lot of courage, and it took every bit of a being to be able to withstand what happened there. To oh. me, <laughs> uh, you people have no idea. I mean, I I remember, you know, I believe in so much what is in him that I am very careful because. Yes. I know it can travel. I know it's still alive. I know it's there. And when I, when I first started, I remember my editor, she was the head of True Crime, and we, we were met for coffee, and we were all sitting there, you know, and my agent was there. And when she said, how is it going to end? Because I never would let you know. Because yeah. I needed to go through the journey. So um, she said, is he going to pass? I jumped up and I said, I would never write that. I would rather keep all my information, all these tapes, all these recordings, everything in a vault and no one get it than than me um, trying to, you know, put this out there for the public. Like, I don't want anything to do with that because what's in him, where is it going to go? Yeah. You know, like, I didn't want any part of that because don't think it is going to pass by itself. So I was like, no, 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 no. I said, I, you know what? I would rather keep this to myself. Uh, you know, I'm a peanut butter and jelly girl. I don't care. I don't need this money. I don't need this. I don't need, I, you know, I, I have that attitude. And maybe that's what took me so far. I was like, I'd rather keep it. You get shit. You get this. You know, that's how I am. Right. And, you know, everyone just looked at me and they were like, it's okay. And I said, no, it's not okay. Like, don't even say that. Because it's going to hear it. And when it hears it, it's going to find its way right to me. But it was very difficult. Oh. He he was, my journey with him was so difficult. I remember one time, like, I would write all over the place. I was writing on the walls. I was writing on my hands. I would go sit in the back of a movie theater, and I would feel different things coming into me. And I would just sit back there and write and write and write like for a year every day 
and I would leave, and then I would record it, and then I would have to record him. Then when I would have to go up there and see him, and all these things had to be recorded. And Jude had sent a, um, a film crew up there, and some really hard-ass people that, you know, they don't shun away from things. They don't scare easy. Everything yeah. that could happen happened to us. Everything that could happen uh, went wrong. People were fighting. Uh, you name it, GPS systems and three vans just spinning right back to my house. It was just like crazy, crazy stuff, thousands upon thousands of dollars of backup batteries just draining themselves dry, him sitting there giggling in a corner. You know, all these things, you know, yeah, and he would push me to um, to the point where there were times, I, re- I just remember this one time I was just like sitting in the tub and I was trying to gather myself up and I just needed like to feel the water and close my eyes and I I just remember like crying and screaming and saying, I can't do it, I can't do it, I I just can't do this. And then him calling at that moment and laughing and saying, you know, you shouldn't stay in the water so long, Jackie. I know. Well, so, because the lower power knows stuff like that. So Yes. You know, and, I think it's done we, to scare you. You know, it's done to scare you and think, you know, I don't know. Well, he he knew things. He he definitely knew things, and you know, some people were contacting me recently, um, asking me if, um, like, the Lutzes brought this in, or you know, the family after the this happened to um, the Feos, and absolutely not. I mean. This happened first, and then the Lutzes moved in. You know, so yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So you, why, why would you think so, that it you became? Know, in the, well, okay, in the book, uh, he is even saying the bad spirit was there even before anything happened. Exactly. And it would jump into different members of the family. You know, this uh, this demon would jump into different members of the family. And most definitely, uh, I've seen that. You know, I've seen it firsthand. I've experienced it myself, and I've experienced it with my own mother. Um, and that's yeah. how she... You know, that's how she died. She died during an exorcism. And when I was called into it, um, I had to fly into New York. And I could not believe, you know, what I had seen. And just going back there um, to take the pictures and um, be on that ground again, it you know it messes with you it messes with your your own spirit um i i'm just you know i stay away from that area uh, because i just feel that you know it's sort of looking and yeah i i don't want to be the door you know that something climbs into and gets on the other side but i uh I, I absolutely, absolutely 
know what's out there. But aside from, you know, angels and demons and, uh, you know, when people say that they only believe in angels, I tell them to be careful because you you, you can't only believe in one thing. You know, um, you, you can believe in something. That doesn't mean you worship it. Just recognize that it lives alongside other things. Like we wouldn't have angels unless we had demons because then what would the angels fight, you know? So, you know, we we need to be careful for that. But this whole other experience um, that I've had throughout my life and then people writing to me and saying, you're a traveler, and I was like, huh, you know, what does this mean? Yeah. You know, what what does it mean? And knocking on my door and saying, you know, we just want to talk to you. And I'm on the other side, like, go away. <laughs> you know, go away. I don't want right. to see you. But um, it's, they name ships. They, um, they said I was on there. And they said to look for this mark. And I and I went I went in the bathroom, and I was like with the flashlight. I was like, "Hey, Joe, come in here. <laughs> you know, you see this anywhere?" She's like, "I don't know what you're looking for. What are you doing?" And I said, "It's a mark. It's um, it looks like a little red tattoo." And she was like. Oh man, this ain't right. She said, "I got to sleep in the house with you tonight. You got something going on." And I was like, "No, seriously, you you have to help me with this. <laughs> like, you know, I can't look back there. I can't see. God damn it!" I was like, "Get in here." But um, yeah, the 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 experience of losing time and that feeling of your bones being broken, like. What the hell is that? Well, it means something. It's 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 uh it means something. And I'm not sure if it's uh like the disease I have is a is a thyroid thing, but it's affecting this PTH parathyroid levels and it's actually due to excess exposure to radiation. Like what the hell is that? What? You know what I mean? When I found, yeah, it's like your radiation, you were, were you exposed? They asked me, you were exposed to radiation. It's at like Chernobyl levels. And I was like, oh my God. Like, so, um, you know, it's weird. When did you find this out? I just found, I just found this out this year. So I've been struggling this whole year to find somebody that'll take these damn things out because you have total. Uh, they're parathyroids. My thyroid's fine, but these are these little teeny things. There's two on each side of your neck, and they're supposed to be the size of a rice, but mine are like grapes. So they're pumping out all this stuff into my bloodstream. It puts calcium in your brain, your kidneys, your heart, everywhere it doesn't belong, but not in your bones. So your bones literally, this is this is the, the turn of the century phrase. It was called the stones, the moans, the groans, and the bones, because you're miserable, first of all. And then your bones are killing you. But I started taking, so I belong, I joined a couple of groups, like I, I try to find the answer, you know. So I've been taking, right. like, vitamin vitamin D. And I'm yeah, taking I've always really taken a lot, a lot of to, that. Yeah, D3. It's really helped me. 
yeah, yeah I take a lot I take a lot of vitamins, but no, I mean, I didn't have anything like that um it, there is something weird though that comes up sometimes, and um you know, I used to be a donor, and yeah. they um because I have universal blood, but the um it started coming up as different types, so I just said, oh, man, these labs, you know, they just mess things yeah. up. Uh, so it would just be, you know, O negative, O positive. And then they were like, um, we have to, like, look at this because we think it got mixed up a little because it's uh, coming up as, like, two or three different types. And wow. so I was like, well, you know, if if you need me, let me know. Um, you know, as long as everything is okay, uh, you know, that's it. But it's it's just it's just very very odd. I mean, I had <laughs> like you know, like you go for all these different tests, and especially like um, if you if you're going on the contract, they make you like go through like a lot of different things, and yeah. I um no, I mean I dive, I, I do all these things but I don't know I, I have no idea like what that I don't was. Know either. That, I, hope the I have I have no through. idea what that was, but I can tell you this much. My bedroom door is always shut and locked. And yep. I have um the alarm system goes straight to the 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 company, the police department uh separately and also to the captain, right? So yeah. I I see the screen in my room. I you know, I'm looking at it, everything is locked up. I can see all the different parts of the house, around the house. And then it's I know it's coming because I feel like my mattress becomes a marshmallow and I am going deeper into it and I feel super, super relaxed and just real comfy and cozy and my pillows are just right because it's never like that for me. I'm like, oh, 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 oh you know. But yeah. it starts where it feels like my hip is being broken, then um, my arms are being pulled straight down, and my my I I sleep straight on my back, and I feel um, the the hands on my legs, and I can feel the warmth. I feel I don't feel pain then only after but this this time the crack under my bedroom door the lights are off going down into the long hallway and it's illuminating and Violet goes near you know she starts sniffing really really loud and she's sort of like watching the wall. She doesn't balk, and she's a balker, you know, Maltesar. And she she's watching the like above. I I can see her doing this through the cracks in my eyes, and I'm like, at this point, I can't move. And yeah. the bathroom uh, in my room, 
the the closets, I can hear them tighten as though, you know, they're two walk-in closets. So the the doors are big, right? So um, I can hear the doors tighten, the bathroom door tightens. I see the light, it just illuminates. And only one time did I feel myself come off my bed and go up. No. So a few things have happened to me, and here's the thing. I've never spoken about this um, to Eddie, uh, you know, Heriberto Serra, the New York City Zodiac Killer. And as a child, um, he told me my journey with him, and he was telling me things. And there were things I didn't put in the book, um, and I kept my private notes and his letters and notes and different things um, that he experienced these things. And he said, and I know you have. And I was like, no, I haven't. And because <laughs> I wasn't going to tell him this. Um, right. and, he's, and he told me things that um, he has experienced. And he said, um, I know you have. You know, I and he said, and I I remember him screaming once, um, and they were like shackling him up. They put he, he put a mouth guard on him right away, and he was saying, "I was there and I saw wow. you." And he said, "That's mm. why we come to you." And I was like, "I oh I wouldn't God. turn around. I just kept going." You know, I yeah. was just I I was like, "I got to get out of here." You know. Um, and I felt him. I felt him in my house many times. Yeah. Um, but that wasn't this. That was not this. That was not this. this, yeah, this I don't know what else. this was. Yeah. It, it's I like think the you're door. gonna find out, but it's 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 kind of like uh, it's it's just strange stuff. And there's like a multi-level, multi-dimensional, odd stuff going on. So. To sift through it is a difficult thing, but uh, I, as you say, and this is what you're saying, we're give, we're given these challenges for a reason. We're put together for a purpose. And I love what you said in this uh, uh, interview. You said this. You said, if you don't face your demons, you can't face the dark energies or whatever people want to call them. Man, you're going right. to be bullied your whole your whole life. And I love you that are. quote. And I love the way you said it because. Um, there is a certain uh, bullying that's going on in the world. It's always been there, but it's it's gotten kind of dirty during this political time. You know, it's gotten like a mess. So yeah, the bullying, I, I think... the talking. I mean, there's like a bad spirit going around, and all it has yeah. to do is have us bully each other or 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 whatever. But I think people are yearning to be free, to be themselves. Yeah. Yes. It's it's all about it's all about that. I I don't and I haven't bought a newspaper in like a gazillion years, and um, I don't like reading the news. Um, I don't. It. I'm too. I'm too sensitive, and I I just pick up on things very easy, and then it's disturbing, and and I have nowhere to put it. Like, you know, I'm not the type to sit there and read this. And, and I don't think it's healthy for people. Like, you see them 
cramming onto the subway and and trying to make that dollar and hustling and yeah, just feeling yeah. like they never got anywhere in life and and they have this newspaper they stop and they pay for this paper and they put it under their arm and this paper this newspaper is nothing but doom and gloom and belittling and everything yeah. else that is like just friggin' hideous. Um, there, the lack of respect and authority figure we have just taken for you know granted, and the, I just feel that you know we we've crossed the line in humanity, and it's yeah. lost. It's it's completely lost, you know. And I I just, I don't understand why somebody would want to live like that, where, you know, I I choose to live in, on a, a try to live on a, a higher level where you pull everybody else up with you. And, yeah. and the first form of it is respect. And we, we have to respect everything, you know, whether you want to or not. Um, we, you know, that would just make you a god, and we aren't, you know. So I I have this um, belief system in life where, you know, your kindness and should come first and... Of course, with me, I I truly believe the animal kingdom is uh, better than, you know, we consider ourselves a higher being of human. But I question that fact, you know, uh, if that is to be a fact. Uh, often, you know, when I I see the hurt in them and I see how we have to band together to even feed a few cats. I mean, that's, you know, like what has happened to us, you know, like the family, the family unit, your neighbor, you know, um, other things uh, that should count in life, uh, not just yourself, you know, it's, we, we've lost. And that's pretty sad, you know. It's it's really you know, really sad. And it's it's so sad that uh, usually we have to have a big disaster to get along again. You know, we had the nine one one that pulled uh-huh. us all together with hope again. And you know, it always takes something that we all have to be against somebody else for us to pull together. And even the families are splitting up. You know, I just see it all over. And uh, we've got to be uh, strong. Individually, we have to never give up, and and that's what no. my thing is now. Just don't give up. I mean, sometimes I'm dragging around doing stuff that is so hard, but then but then there's the beauty. Then I'll be getting a message, you know, from uh, somewhere because I just felt defeated a couple of times. I got so tired after work. I was just sitting wow. there, and uh, I can't retire for a couple more years. But I'm I'm hitting I'm getting the medical care, whatever messages from everywhere now. I'm getting older, but I was just felt so little, like defeated a little bit, just tired, sick, bones aching, and then I felt yeah. a hug from my my niece, and I never thought my niece is uh, in heaven, but I never thought yeah. that would happen. So when it happened, it was so sweet, you know. And I asked her a question while she was here. She's only here a second. She just hugged me, and it took me right out of that misery. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 
Yeah. Change your mind yeah, and you'll like be out they, of misery. They do come to us when when we're paying attention and when we need it. And and yeah. I think that, you know, people like us, we we tend to pick up, um, we're like flypaper. So if you walk down, that's all you have to do is walk down the block and, you know, look at yourself and you'll see all these things stuck to you, you know. Yeah. And and I view things differently, you know. I, I'm constantly thinking and uh, I see how people are just unhappy and they're unhappy with themselves. They have discontentment and they don't know how to get out of it. And they either stay in it or they make themselves sick or they just complain. And I, I, I have brought people literally outside to scream, to let it out, to shed it, to do mock burials. And, you know, it's like we, we need to let this go. We need to let it go. Um, and it's funny wow. because... You know, growing growing up um, with this, like, Sicilian witchcraft and Creo juju and doing all these rituals and voodoo and um, American Indian, you know, the Blackfoot American Indians do the most rituals. And we would do them um, all the time. So I I just... We believe, um, and the reason why we are born at home is that we don't count uh, days and how old you are and because we believe that once you start counting, your psyche starts believing, then therefore you should feel this age and therefore you should be um, mm. like this. And, um, and we, cool. gravitate things, we gravitate things toward, you know, towards us. Uh, I I never do that. Like we've I've celebrated my I'm birthday many different times. You know, we've even had on birthdays, and yeah. uh, it, it was the biggest joke because you know Mary was very uh, she had an influence over a lot of people, and they say, well, how did you? Um, start school without a birth certificate and well Mary had her ways and everyone in Louisiana knows this because she was either very much loved or very very much feared and I fell into one of those categories and if you read the book you know which one it was yeah. so yeah. Uh, and yeah exactly in any event um, when I needed a birth certificate I was like hey I, I, I need to get into college I need a birth certificate it was funny how I met um, the chief of police, who is now the chief of police, and, you know, he was going to be a star, and I was going to do something else. I was going to be an artist, and I was like, I don't want this crap, right? But yeah. years later, these people who were in my life um, just happened to travel to Louisiana and um, to watch what we were doing uh, helped me get this stuff helped me I was like I I need to go and finish my education like I'm too young and then after that I I was a missionary I was traveling around and I belonged um and I really don't even want to say it but 
to a temple, and um, they were the ones who sent me out and connected me with the person who um, I banished <laughs> from my life. And, okay. Um, okay. Exactly. Yeah, it's cer- certain things. You know, the mask comes off, and and it's mm-hmm. um, and it's and yeah, and it's time. You know, but that's okay. That's okay because then that means, you know what that means? That there's only time for growth. Yeah. There's only time for growth. And and it means that, you know, that time that you had, no matter what you're doing, it just means that 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 particular thing is done. And now you can either stay and stay still and age, or you can move, make this decision in life, and grow in a direction where you're supposed to be now. Yay. Thank you for saying that. And that's what we have to do. You know, and that's me, what we have to do. It's have preserved our looks for some reason. We look good for age. <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know how old I am. Further. I don't care. I know. Awesome. <laughs> you know, uh, the call number tonight is 619-924-9744. And I'm sorry, people that have been uh, on the line popping in and out, that uh, if you want me to pick up, you got to press 1. So there's been a lot of people on there. But they're not pressing 1, so I don't know if you're just listening or you want to ask her a question. So press 1 so I know, all right? Yeah, maybe we can find somebody who's, like, on our spaceship, man. I know. Maybe it's a big party. (laughs) Interdimensional alien. (laughs) You know, I don't want to, like, joke around about this because I was, like, I'm looking around my room and I only have a candle lit and I'm, like, Uh God damn, you know, uh, I don't want to. You need a... Alien deflector spray, uh, demon. All right, you want to uh, hear something it? really, really strange? Like, um, I I get a lot of a lot of my clients are psychics. Okay, so yeah. I help them um, through things, but a lot are in the industry. So, um, so okay, check this out. Like, um, I went to Salem, and. Okay. Not to do like the whole witchy thing because um, it, it's just not my bag. Like I would rather go and watch. You know, I'm a watcher, um, so you never know when I'm around. So I go to Salem, and it was really just to like, like I had a bone to pick with someone, and they didn't think um, I would come there. And he was a guy, you know. Uh, so he was like, yeah, whatever, you know, so I said, you know, did you say whatever to me? And three days later, like, I landed in Salem, and Uh when I opened the door to his shop, um, it was like, it was Halloween time, right? Because I figured, hell, I'm going to go around then because I want to go on the tours and and do what everyone else is doing. Like, I'll just blend, you know? But I couldn't, like, they wouldn't let me in places. They didn't, I, they, I was, it was like the omen showed up, you know. So okay. I was like, you're walking around. I don't know, like, if you've ever been there, right? But 
the the ladies walk around with like their boobs out, and and what's up with putting like a pair between your boobs? Like, what's up with that, man? Like, you're looking at me like I'm the freak. Yeah. (laughs) Like, like your boobs are out. Like you're dragging a broom around, and um, you got a piece of fruit between your boobs. Like, what's up? It's embarrassing. I'm embarrassed thinking about it because they do I show their boobs. I wasn't embarrassed. I want to see it. I was like, if you want to show it, I want to see it. Like I'm down with it, you know. But I don't know what the fruit is supposed to be. Is it like in, supposed to entice someone to come take a bite? But I was, I was checking it out, and I was like, man, you people are freaks, you know. Like you're pretty freaky. <laughs> you know, there might like, be some of that. I don't know because I don't no, hang around with all there. dressed like that. They were all dressed that. like that. Have you seen that? It's a, yes, it's like a boob thing, and it's embarrassing, and I don't oh, know. Oh, man, it's, is it? I didn't even know that. I thought it was like they were dressing it's, like it's something from that or something, you know. Like, <laughs> like let me throw, like, a pear in between my boobs. But, I, you hey, know, I just walked <laughs> in, and I just, I was dressed in, okay, I was dressed in black like I usually am. And and it all started because I ordered a perfume, and he he said he sent it to me. Then he said he didn't, and I was like, you know, what is it, man? Like like what's going on? Like what do you have a problem with getting to the post office? Like getting up off your ass? Like what is it? Why can't I get what I ordered? Right? And he was like, listen, Jackie, like don't mess with me. And I was like, really? Like really? Like, really, right? Like, mm-hmm. like, are you kidding, dude? So I said, I'm coming. I'm coming to Salem, and I'm collecting my shit. And he said, um, yeah, all right, I'll see you. I walked in that door. He didn't say jack shit to me. That place was so crowded. Uh-huh. It was Halloween time. And I just smiled at him, and I was ready to clear off his counter. I called the cops. Call your witch. Call your head, broom. I don't care. And I said, you owe me. And I don't like anybody owing me anything. And he just put the perfume in the bag and didn't say hello. And I said, how rude is that? Like, you know, where's the Salem welcome? And everything closes down. Like, there's nothing to eat. Man, it was just Dunkin' Donuts. I, I, I was like, come on, don't you have Starbucks? And I'm looking around. Uh, I love the rain. I love like the you know the little witchy stuff. Um, yeah. I get a kick. I get a kick out of you know all this stuff, uh, and I'm laughing because I know the truth, and uh, it doesn't bother me. But I was like, I nobody would serve me, and every store I went into, like they had these dresses on with you know like the long dresses and yeah. I, I don't know. I was just cracking up. I was just cracking up, and I had to meet um, a friend there. I was doing something uh, with Rob Zombie, and uh, and he was writing a script, and I was like, what's up with the fruit between the boobs? Like, I feel left <laughs> out and shit. Like, you know, like what's going on? Like, uh, how come I, like how come I can't, how come I can't get down with the sickness? You know, and he was yeah. like, he said that's that's so crazy, right? He said I feel weird. I said you, 
were you feeling weird about? You know, you're a dude. I said, I feel really weird. Like, what does this mean? Like, they must think I don't have anything. Like, i got to take my shirt off and do this, you know. And we were just laughing hysterical. Cause I think I, it's supposed to be jacking in, and they're, they're supposed to, uh, you know. Oh, come on, man. They had grapes and, like, supposed to it was like a fruit bowl. It was like, it, it was, <laughs> it was like fruit cocktail. It was <laughs> <laughs> it was like from cocktail between your boobs. They're all, like, they're are all you for real? It. What's between you? All right, if that's, well, that's between it. your boobs, what's between your legs? <laughs> exactly. I don't they're know. They're trying to say they have boobs aplenty. I don't know. Well, I, they, think that I think the real they did thing because... came to the door and shocked them. You know what I mean? They're shocked to see the real thing. You know, so you were well, kind of messing up the town. they had going. Damn. They, they wouldn't serve me. They they put a notice up, and I was like, "Wait a second, man! Like, I'm down with your sickness. Like, they can't, they can't, I'm cool. They can't do that. They can't do that. This discrimination. <laughs> they said I was. They said I was a devil worshiper. They were trying to run me out of town. I was like, "Wait a second! You're the one that's running doing? around. Wait, you're running yes. around with a broom, okay?" Exactly. Like you're running around with a broom. I took a car, all right, and yeah. and and you have fruit bowl between you, and um, like everybody did. And you're talking about come here, come here. You know, ooh, I I have a snake oil for you. I'm like, come on, man, get out of here with that. I got one well, for you. Well, because you you know the real thing, and. Uh... When people are looking at something authentic, you know, sometimes they don't really like the reality of it. They're kind of mixing up the Garden of Eden with, uh, I don't know, it's, it's, it is peculiar. Uh, I don't know what to say about that. No, no, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't live like there. Sexual, I was like, it's like a sexual innuendo mixing it up with fruit. It's sort of like the, the Eve ate the apple or, you know, Adam ate the apple, something. Yeah, I don't no, know. I don't I'd know. Be, I don't know what the hell they're doing with their fruit and stuff. I wasn't <laughs> down with it, but the only place that would serve me was Denny's, and a fight broke out. And um, oh, like who I was with, a fight broke out. Like some guy said something to me. Someone else reached across the table, and I was like, you know what? We're gonna all go to jail, and <laughs> and we're gonna have a lot of fruit, Damn. like in boobs. <laughs> you know? Started the whole thing. Yeah, wow, and, back in, back and it was crazy day, because we, we, you know, they were like, why are they all dressed in black and why are they coming in here? What's wrong with being dressed in black? Like, you know, like what's up with that? Well, there's part of the mentality of uh, old uh, Massachusetts where they're pretty stuck up. I hate to say that, but that's what I found. No, that's, very cool. I'm cool with stuck up. You can be yeah. stuck up. I was in Denny's. I mean, how stuck up can you be? <laughs> no one else would serve me. I was starving. I was like, yeah, I don't, you know, I'm a vegan. I don't even go eat meat. To- and I had to go to Denny's, and I was like, give me whatever you have. Like, I'm on the second day, and I'm ready to eat my own arm. Dang, this is rude. Well, yeah. Massachusetts, Salem, Salem, don't be so weird, okay? If you're listening. Yeah, no, no, I no. I don't know. The boob thing is embarrassing to me. 
because some of these people are mothers and grandmothers, and they're walking around showing half their body, and it's very embarrassing. Yeah, to what's me. up with that? I don't know. I'm embarrassed by it, so I don't know. Well, Cover up you uh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna be for real with it. Like I wouldn't do it, right? But I feel I like this. I I wouldn't do it, but I couldn't help but watch. Well, I'm saying is I'd be staring all over like a freaking idiot. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're like a big degenerate like me. We were watching, yeah. and I and I like, I felt <laughs> like you know like wow, this is like this is really out there, man. This is weird, right? But I'm gonna watch. Like I'm a watcher, you know. So that's probably made. <laughs> like if you want to put it out there, I'm gonna pick it up. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, but so. they're you're going against their grain because they're kind of protected by showing all that. You know, people kind of uh, can look, but they're probably not touching too much. So you went around staring around, and it made them nervous. Well, yeah, I went from store and to store. Didn't do it in the first place. <laughs> I, I was like, you know, there. I'm glad you told me. I don't, I don't, I can't handle it. I can't do it. Yeah, don't do it, man. Don't do it. I'm, I'm telling do you, it. don't do it. You, you, have to, you have to cover your eyes because you're going to see some shocking shit, you know. And, and no. you know, to have, like, like a bunch of grapes hanging out, like, you know. And then I was with, uh, you know, oh, man. I was with some, a, they're mixing up. You know, I don't, I don't really think Salem would have done that. I think. They're mixing it up they with didn't that do that crap. Come on. They didn't do that. They wore boards no. in front of them. You couldn't even see nothing. I don't think. No, that's like well, for the, the guys that, that is. <laughs> they want the tourists to come, and it's like, yeah. oh, look at me, I have boobs. Okay, you know what? You and everybody else, show me something like I haven't <laughs> seen, and I want to see it. <laughs> like well, if you have three. Like, if you have three, I want to see it. <laughs> oh, God. I well, want to see it. Why can't I see it? You well, know, it's, it is what it is. I want to see You have really disturbed us with this uh, boob face. <laughs> so <pretty weird. laughs> well, you I know, we have to a... make it a little bit light. We, yeah. we have to make it a little bit lighter, um, you know, for and, – and honestly, if anyone out there has had experiences like yourself and I, um, yeah. what we have spoken about – and, you know, I didn't talk about it because it's funny how you can talk about anything else, and as soon as you mention UFOs, you know, it's like yeah. Looney Bin is right behind it. And yeah. I can assure you – that, you know, my mind is intact and um, I'm pretty down to earth. Uh, yeah. And everything that has happened to me, you know, I'm not shits and giggles. Like, I'm not going to say it if it hasn't. Like, I'm not right. down with that. You know, I can yeah. I can be doing something else. Like, I could be well, watching. People can't lie and say this stuff. They can't make it up. It's just too weird. No, it's it's really freaking disturbing, man. It really it is. is. I mean, come on, like a light shining in your room, and like it's and it always starts like it it, it was going on for a while, and it started at like three forty-five, um, and then uh, I would get back up, and thinking it's like two or three minutes, and it's like yeah. five twenty. Well, like, you know, this is, you know, if you ever read the book Communion, 
Wheatley Streber even put big lights on his house, so if anything walked by, all the lights would go on. And uh, he really got into this, and he wrote several books. Remember, Whitley wrote Wilson and all those books. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, so it's very interesting how um, all this uh, goes together. I now mean, if we can, if we can, like, travel. Thing, Jackie. Jackie, we're still recording, uh, but uh, we're going over time a little bit. Do you, you want to get a phone call? It may be good. It may be bad. I don't know. Do you want to listen to somebody? Yeah, I don't. Go ahead. I don't mind. Oh, do you have to go? No, go ahead. I, I'm going to hear this. Okay, all right. Okay, you're live with the paranormal and the sacred. Did you have a question for Jackie? Area code 504? Yes, I do. Yes. What's your first name, please? Elizabeth. I'm a friend Hi, and follower of Jackie's. Hello, And I'd Elizabeth. like to know, hello. First of all, I won't be sending any Harry and David fruit baskets. Okay. <laughs> Even though I know y'all are really into pears. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I but, bought two today to put in a salad, though not between anything. So, but I want to know, being a Louisiana girl, a New Orleans girl, yes, how baby. Jackie's life in Louisiana affected um, the things that she does with regards to the paranormal oh, and um, helping you know, others. I, I'm going to tell you something. There is nothing like home, and that's what I call, mm. you know, Louisiana will always be my home. Um, it groomed me. The grounds groomed me. Riding that um, St. Charles trolley, living on the Bayoun, um, you know, these everything groomed me for who I am. Um, how I dress, what I want to be. I don't like shoes. I don't. I don't march to anyone's band but my own. Um, the the sounds of music, uh, one with the spirit, and everyone knows in Louisiana, everything's about the spirit. And actually, no, Elizabeth, no matter where I have been in this world. Louisiana, it was the only place aside from Haiti that I've been to um, that inside the Catholic churches, voodoo was actually practiced, like right at the yeah. altars. And, and it's very common, and, um, and I love how the priests uh, get involved in the jazz funerals and are out there dancing um, with the spirit in one and the first line, the second line, you know, so um, my roots, uh, my traditions, uh, how I am, um, how I I view things will, the swamp will never come out of me. So it, it truly um, groomed me for who I am. So, girl, you don't have to worry you about that. Answering my question. I, I, what? You don't have to worry about that. I've enjoyed the entire show. Thank, thank you, you so much, Elizabeth. Much. Thank you for calling in too. I oh, appreciate thank it. You, thank you, care. Bye, Bye, Elizabeth. Sweetheart. Bye. Bye. So that was sweet. Yeah, she's but, she's a sweetheart. I yeah, guess you know what? Much. Louisiana people are very proud. 
And, you know, um, I just stepped foot in Louisiana, and, you know, I'm proud of how they, they view me and to yeah. uh, name me the uh, Guardian Angel of Louisiana um, is a huge honor, uh, just a huge, huge honor. Uh, and there, there's nothing like the folks from Louisiana. They'll feed no, you, they'll the love you, and they'll bury you. <laughs> yeah. I noticed that. <laughs> Don't yeah, mess with yeah. them. Uh, yeah, so, exactly. Anyway, you know, I, I've appreciated this so much. Uh, and uh, let's come on again um, when we get some interest, yeah. uh, something into this topic to find out, you know, what the hay is going on. And you have a website, www. The House that K built. Um, is that the website you want everybody to go to, or do you have another? Yeah, one? or you can go to JackieBarrett. dot com. You know, Barrett. Um, com. It's you know, I just. I want people to connect, and I don't want them to yeah. hide, and I don't want them to, to, to think because life has really dealt you a, a hard hand, and it, and it has to all of us in many different aspects. But the minute you cave into that, that's when you start going downhill. But I want people to connect, and if something did happen to you like this, Let's get together, you know, um, let's find out why and what is it looking for and can we tag it with a name and and can we find out what our purpose is to that. Yes, because it all means something. This isn't random. It's, it's, it has a deep meaning and we have to decipher it. That's part of, I think, the the interest and the genius of this whole thing is that we are supposed to find yeah. out what it means. We're never told it flat out. We've got to find out for ourselves because that's part of the mission. That's right. It's part of the mission. It's, um, it's who you are. It's your, and I always say it's your DNA, and it came up in your DNA, in your blood. Yeah. But it's, yeah. these things are in our DNA, and it's like, okay, so what is this? What are we supposed to do? How are we supposed to do it? Who are we supposed to meet? You know, um, where do where do we go when we lose this time? You know, and yeah. what happens when we lose this time? Like, okay, I was going to go into hypnosis, and mm-hmm. um, but I was actually afraid uh, what would come out. Okay. Like, you know, I don't some, want to come home like Linda Blair, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, there's only, like, there's only a couple people that do this right, too. I mean, you who's going to get it out of me, you know? How I mean, much can they... For real. I mean, you know, I'm going to need a lot of Jesus pieces and stuff. I'm, I'm going to need a lot of yeah. people. Yeah. And everyone's going to be running. I mean, come on. What, my neighbors are going to help me? Come on. That'd be for real. Well, I live in Brooklyn. Well, God, like, who's going to help me? Well, God knows everything, and God's the most powerful. And uh, we know how this whole thing ends. You know that uh, our higher power wins. But you know the help that the we get. The higher power can win, but I'm not going to sit in bed with my head spinning. No. You know, having someone no. tell me, "Don't I worry think, about it," because God's going to come down and help you. No, because also no, because God helps you, those who help themselves. 
Exactly. I, I firmly believe that you're doing the right thing and you're working hard, you know, and uh, you've helped a lot of people and you'll continue to do so. You know, you've helped me here tonight, but just a couple things that you were saying, it gives me a lot of hope. Well, we have to. We have to have that. We, You know, if you don't have that, you don't have anything. I, I think the you know even the medical field they're starting to realize it's the the you know your mind the body I mean I can create things you know so I I have to I'm sort of careful and uh, what I do you know if you concentrate on something enough you can you know certainly manifest it you know so you want to um, be careful with that and just you know maybe we should walk around with those dresses and fruit. <laughs> We're missing something. We should have <laughs> You know, like we should start a new trend. Like, hey, um, you know, walk into Starbucks in the morning like that and see what happens. I never walk around like that. I, I have to suit no, up. No, I know. wouldn't do that. Come on. I have to I'm be not going to do that. <laughs> no, so, even when I'm by myself, I lock my bed, my bathroom door. Me it's too. Like, I'm the same yeah. way. My husband said... I had a husband once in a while, once once upon a time, and actually <laughs> I had a couple of them. But the the last one used to say to me, "You're the only one I know who could get completely undressed and dressed and never really be undressed." I can do it. I learned to do that because I had a lot of siblings, so you always get dressed, but you know you never yeah. ever really get dressed. No, it's like you know, I I lock the door and you know I shut then I shut or I shut my bedroom door and I lock that and it's like, you know, that means you know once my door is shut that means don't don't bother me don't bug you know don't talk yeah right, I've done right, that don't right. talk to me while I'm right here <laughs> yeah it's like anyway. you know like. You get a lot of chatter when you're doing something, and it's like, hey, you know, it's enough. But <laughs> I, I just, I just, you know, I want people to reach out, and if there's, you know, if they have experienced something like this, I mean, I've, I've experienced so many things, you know, so many things, like really, really, really fast. Um, hot concepts is like the biggest yeah. uh, fireplace company, right? They do yeah. all sorts of things. They're in Benson, not um, Bensonhurst, yes, um, and also in Staten Island. And this guy, Eddie, who did, like, my boiler over, put new stuff in, did ran pipes and did all this other stuff, right, um, was going to put another fireplace downstairs. And I said, no, no, no. I, I decided against it, and he just hooked up a new boiler, a new water heater, all this stuff, and put alarms on things if it leaks, and um, he did such great stuff for me. He's just fantastic. I I truly love him, right? Um, mm-hmm. So he was leaving. He spent, like, hours and hours in the house, and um, just like a really kind person, uh, and he said, if anything, just call me, right? So he checked everything. He went around, and and we were laughing because it was like this Ghostbuster equipment he had to pick up gas anywhere. So he leaves. We close up the house, and I go back downstairs, and I, 
And I said to Joe, I said, hey, come on down here. I said, I smell gas. So she comes down. She's like, oh, my God, it's really heavy. And I said, just call Eddie, and I'm going to start opening windows and doors, you know, downstairs. And I opened everything up, and he was on the highway. He said, I'll be there, like, in three minutes. And he came right away. And as we came in from downstairs, like, we met him outside, he was like, bring Violet outside, get outside, just stay out. And we're coming back down into the house through the downstairs, and he um, opens the door, and we're all standing there, and we saw this huge wave, you know, like how how heat rises? And it reminded me of heat rising in Louisiana, how it would just have this, like, huge wave in front of you. And I said to him, do you see that? And he was like, yeah. And he got really nervous. And he was like, oh, my God, is that gas? And it was like the walls were wavy. So he walked into the room, and he's looking around, and he ran out, and he got his equipment. And it was gone. It wasn't gas. There There was no leak. There was no nothing. And I... He said, you saw that, right? And I said, yeah, we were standing in this huge room together, and it looked like we were under the sea, like we were in a wave. And he said, I don't know what that is, but it's not here. It's gone. And that was it. But that happens often. You know, people who are listening and they come and see me and, you know, we have our sessions together and we go downstairs, um, things happen. You know, there's knocks on the wall, there's knocks, the, the lights will flash, things will move in front of them and they're like, did you see that? Holy shit, did you see that? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's nothing. <laughs> and, no, you know, or I would just yell, just stop that. that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But... Well, you know, I'm I'm so it's so it's so it's such a nice feeling to feel that you're not alone. You know, yeah, when you know. something happens to you. And right. and We're neither all this are together, you. Really. No. Yes. And I I don't feel alone either. And for the first time in my life I stopped feeling so lonely. Something ha- has happened to me that I actually feel that the future is great. No matter what happens, it's uh, it's taking me to my destiny. You know, I feel oh, more open about all that. And I really got a lot of help from you tonight, just discussing, you know, the complications and the the interesting things that are going on. And that you know, it's a spiritual battle. I know, but we were here for a purpose, and we are queens and kings of this world. You know, there is stuff fighting against us, but I think it's because of that notorious old battle in heaven that we are the chosen ones. You know, we're yeah, lucky. And, and, and it's it's a, a a hard battle. I mean, I've, you know, I've had, um, I've had things where, you know, I, Joe would say or someone else, like, what happened to your arm? And it looked like fingerprints out of nowhere. And then, you know, it would... It would go away, um, but the odd thing about that is, um, if anyone touches me, 
their handprint stays on for a long time. Did you ever have that? Yes. I have bruised very easily. and uh, But I woke up with like a needle mark in my arm. And I showed, um, I went to lunch with, uh, I don't know if you know who Captain Robert Salas and his wife, Marilyn. I love them so much. But um, he, they, I showed it. I said, look at that. He said, you, you look like you've got an injection. I said, I know. And that just happened during the night. So stuff's happening all the time, you know. And, wow. Uh, so, wow, that's you know, really... I feel like I'll, yeah, but it's my best friend. Uh, happens with her, so she's my witness. So, you know, a lot of it, yeah. sometimes it's scientific. Like it's over at, she works, uh, I can't say where she works, but for, uh, you know, at space, where they do satellites and all that. And so in there, you know, we've had dreams that we're in the lab in there. And then I realized that we're like in some kind of experiment on one hand, and then you've got the spiritual life on the other hand. And there's so many different things going on that you have to be strong and have a good oh, sense you, of yourself. Oh, you do. You, you, have, you, you have to have a good do. sense of yourself. So I like that, that what, that's what you're showing us, is that you've kept that sense of yourself. You know what I mean? Well, and, you uh, have to, and you have to have humor, and you yeah. you have to have a drive and you have to have a fight and um you know i i've woken up with with marks and i don't yeah. you know i don't know how or where they come from and and some other things happen and like everybody that's a part of my life is on my facebook and my hairdresser TV makeup artist and these um, these like the two makeup artists um, unbelievable unbelievable just completely love them and they came with me up to the prison Uh, things happened to them you know they would witness certain things and it's um, like just really odd stuff and it's funny like no matter how short I cut my hair, and I do it because we believe that, you know, hair holds uh, negative energy, and when you want to do something different in your life, you transform yourself. And, you know, don't worry, it'll grow back. But, you know, it's funny because um, my hair grows unbelievably fast. Right. You know, so it's um, and and you mentioned something about that Nordic look. Yeah. And yeah. you know, uh, I, I'm I'm going to tell my my little uh, secret. Um, and you know, Ada, um, who has been working on my hair for like forever. Um, And even, you know, when I lived in Louisiana, I would wait and come back to to her spa, and she would, you know, hook me up. But I was, uh, I don't naturally have black hair. Um, I, and if you see um, the picture of my, one brother, my older brother, and myself, um, like, 
that picture, I I was seven years old, had all my adult teeth, um, and you can see in that picture that you know my hair is light, so uh, that you know it has to. I call it conditioning, but yeah, my my hair. My hair is light. It's sandy blonde. It's uh, thank you. I'm well, very I'm light. Well, I'm very light. Nobody only, in my family confess, is. The only confessing this is because I, you know, I'm a hairdresser too. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all right, you know. I mean, I've had green you know. hair. I've had green <laughs> hair. I've had purple hair. I do whatever I want. You know, but it's it's funny because, you know, she gets, like, upset at me. She's like, you know, your hair is so thick, it grows so fast, and um, nice. why do you keep putting black on it? And I said, because I, I, I just have to do this. I have to do this. Like, I have to, you know, this is what I, I want to do. But I, I was completely different from everyone in my family. I mean... American Indian and Sicilian Creos um, are dark people. Very interesting. Yes, they're, so they're dark think? people. I I don't know. I think they stole me or something. <laughs> I think they like stole me. Like my sister me. told you, you were on the, we found you on the porch in a suitcase. I went, oh, gee, thanks. Yeah, yeah. They, they probably, you know, took me from some like really cool family, but I was like, whatever, you know. At least I can <laughs> mo. At least I got mojo from the American. Have Indians, you ever? Okay, but. okay. Have you ever done DNA? Okay, so when you talked about your blood type, so this is what people I know say. I go to this group, so everybody said whoever has. Uh, the universal blood type, or or O, is that was that we're talking about negative or something? Uh, nothing. Mine is O not O negative O positive, so it's universal. Yeah. So we told everybody to raise their hand if they have that kind of blood, and maybe most of the room, three fourths of the room, raised their hand. I went, how? What are the odds of that? See, I don't know my blood type. And then my best friend, she turned around and looked at me because she happened to be there. She said, I do too. I said, you never told me that. So uh, they say yeah. they tend mm-hmm. about aliens now. I'm sorry, people, if it turns you off. But anyway, the aliens want gifted, unusual, rare-type blood people. And and that's why this is, some of this is going on. That's what I feel. Wow. Yeah, that's some strange stuff. It's just some strange things. Like, strange, and there's so much of it. It's all all different. You know what I mean? Like, and you I know, don't like Sasquatch, but I but people are saying it's there. Yeah, people. and I don't believe in hunting. Like, okay, what are you gonna do when you find them? You know, are you going to put them on display? <laughs> are you going like? Are you gonna sell tickets? <laughs> like, what are you going to do? Like. I I think we should leave the you know leave the the mystery of things. Not everything should be captured, um, caged, and dissected. Sure. Um, we don't need to sure. do that. There are there are things out there we don't know about, and we don't need to know everything. But yeah. simple things like <clears throat> I had. Um, 
like an eye infection, right? And Mm -hmm. I went to my eye doctor, um, who's also a surgeon, and he gave me, now, this is the crazy thing. I'm allergic to everything. Yeah. I'm allergic to everything, okay? He gives me what he gives everyone else. Like he said to me, I give this to my seven-year-old son. I said, excuse me, I said, don't give me anything. I don't like to, I don't like to put anything in my body. Uh this went on for like a year and I couldn't go in the water. I couldn't film and when I did film, it was very very painful. Um I didn't know you know what was happening. I would get up and it was the day I was supposed to film. And I said, what What the hell is this? Like, I don't touch my eyes. I'm really careful. I don't wear glasses. And for somebody yeah. who writes the way I do, and I do tedious artwork, um, yeah. I don't wear glasses. I have 10-10 vision, and it went to wow. 10-20. It went to 10-20, but my eyes hurt from the light. Uh, so I always have to, you know, protect my eyes. And um, he tried every eye drop. They were, nothing worked. Um, It was getting worse. I was allergic to everything. And then he tried steroids. Um, That didn't help. All of this was going into my eye. And I noticed that um, the color uh, of my eye, of that one eye looked a little bit different. And I I called him up, and I was like, look, I'm freaking out. Like, what is this? And he said, it's really nothing. And he, he this is what he said. Maybe you have a ghost in your eye. And I was like, whatever what it is, hell? I want it to go away. So yeah. I go back to him, and he said, it's um, like a sty. And it's under the bottom lid. And he said, we're going to, he said, nothing is working. Nothing, every antibiotic, Neosporin, like who's allergic to Neosporin, right? So wow. he said, we're going to have to cut it out. So I said, okay, do what you have to do? So he put a needle in my eye. I just sat there. I took it. Um, he dug it out. And um, I had to get it done again. But I said, because it came right back. Wow. And it was nothing. It was nothing. And But I would get some weird things like that. And I remember when I was doing that psychic challenge, that show. Yeah. And I was, you know, I was also doing this video uh, up in the hills during the day. And then at night when I had to come on uh, to that show, um, Something was bothering me, like I was like, what is this? Maybe because I'm wearing shoes too much, you know. So when I came back to, I would fly back and forth uh, from California to New York uh, to take care of my family. So when I would come back into New York, um, if I had, even if I had a day and a half, I would just make the flight. So I would come back in, I came in to see my doctor, and I was like, there's something bothering me. It feels like 
um, between, like, the baby toe and the toe next to it, there's something bothering me, and it's just driving me up the wall. I don't know what it is. And he looked, and he said, that's really, really weird. Um, he said, I don't know what it is, but I got let's cut it out. And I was like, I got to get back on the plane, you know. So he did that, and it came back nothing. So what do you mean? I went through something with my eye like that. I went through um, just, like, some really, like, weird stuff. Um, and I just I just go with it, you know. I well, just go with it. You know, a lot of the, the people are saying they have alien implants, or these implants look like skin, but they're really not. They're so small, you know, you can see right through them, actually. Like sometimes silicon and stuff like that shows up, but um, and you know, and I spoke about um this this lab um that uh when I was first starting to do this work, and yeah. um it's in West Virginia, and Bodie Lab is like one of the biggest labs that does um all the DNA uh for all all across the country and even out of the country. It's the best lab. So um, they put me through, like, this uh, sleep um, program uh, because I I really don't uh, sleep a lot. So, and, and, I mean, I would love to, but I just wake up on my own and um, that's about it. So, and it's usually, like, three hours, and that's why... Um, I know, like, my body needs more, so I have to take a nap. So um, they put me through this whole sleep thing and see what's going on with the brain waves, and they give you, like, um, this uh, this quiz. They give you, like, a test, and then they also put you in a room, and they don't tell you how to get out of the room, but there's only one way out. And, you know, I... I always have this theory, you know, um, I look fast around the room and I'm able to, by eye to to actually measure the sides of each wall. And then if I see a, if I see a hairline, um, I know it's a way out. But it, it reminded me of, um, like, being stuck in a rubber tube and you had to squeeze... Yeah. The wall was actually like uh, balloons, and you had to squeeze your way through a long tunnel. But that really wow. freaked me out. I didn't appreciate being tested like that. Um, Why was you doing that? I, don't, I think it was to, to time odd. you. Yeah, to time yeah. you, how you can get out of something. Um, because I was going into, like, sort of dangerous territory, like um, even... Uh, looking for bodies when you swim through, like I had to swim through a very thin canal, so or picking up uh, any little any little pieces of a puzzle that would um, help find and um, guarantee a conviction you would need something. So, yeah. you know, it's, yeah. um, you, you have to do all these things, you know, but it's so, it's so crazy how, um, like your body is so different, 
you know, when I when I get sick, I get sick really bad. Um, yeah. It's it's just it's just really um, it's just odd. Um, I've had like I'm a I'm a tattoo fanatic. You know, I love tattoos, and um, I have never bled no matter how deep that they had to go, even covering tattoos, you know, because that's like going over scar tissue. Um, And just, you know, just some odd things like that. Well, I think it kind of goes with the territory, and I think that um, you were chosen for a particular reason and that you're fully capable of uh, hanging in there and doing all this because you're really... Uh, helping so many people, thousands of people, you know, make sense out of this whole thing, you know, because you're really out there in front, really. A lot of us are in the closet, and you're out there in front doing it. You know, I have to commend yeah. you on that. Mm. You know? Well, so, uh, let's hope I don't get put away for this. <laughs> you know? no. Oh, and if I do, I want, like, a really cute, like, doctor. Oh yeah, and and he has to be <laughs> hip, you know. Like, that would be cool. He's got to be down with my sickness, you know. <laughs> and don't med me, man. I hate that shit. What? Don't try to like medicate me. No, you, uh, no. Just uh, if you're gonna put me away, journey. just put me away. Yeah, why can't yeah. you get put away at a nice place? Like, why is it right away, straight jacket? Well. I don't think it's right away sweet jacket anymore. <laughs> I think you're just frequenting the places where this has happened many times. You know, but, uh, well, I don't think they're going to come that. to the door and be like, hey, Jackie, come with us. We're going to go for ice cream. That's, a, that's illegal, especially in New York. It's very illegal. You can't put somebody away. Nope. I don't know. You can't do, do that If anymore. they put me away, can it be like sand and maybe a palm tree and, uh, you know? Well, yeah, they're going to have, like, I food. haven't <laughs> had a vacation in years. Me either. You've got to take a vacation, really. Oh, I don't even know where to go. I'm trying to think of something. Uh, let's see here. I'm No, you, you know what go I'm going to do? I'm, like, I'm a really bad traveler. I'm just going to throw some yeah. things in my backpack and just pick someone on Facebook, like, like they're not going to even know it, and I'm going to knock on their door <laughs> and just ask if I can crash on their couch. Yeah, just take like, a little vacation. We, yeah, and video games. I love video games. Like if we can, yeah. like, just hang and, you know, like play some video games, maybe take a nap and, you know, like yeah, just hang out. I haven't had a vacation for years, and my clients were asking me, well, what are you going to do? I said, go home. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I don't I don't know what to do. I mean, I've done so many things. I love the water. I love to surf. Um, but wh- I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. I, I know. know. How about England? How about England? Um, yeah, I can hang. That would be cool. Yeah. Okay, man. Now, what's your next project coming up? And where can people reach you when they, they want to contact 
you for help or anything? Do you want them just for your? Oh, your, you can. Your they can call Joe. They they know how to get me. I mean, okay. You know, just uh, just reach out and we will be there. Um, just hit hit my website. There's a phone number there. Um, you know, you can private message me. Uh, I read all my messages, all my emails. Okay, you know, just, thank you. Just email mm-hmm. me. That's it. JWJ1313 at AOL.com. Email, reach out. You know, um, we're here to help. Well, Jackie, it's been a wonderful night, and I feel like we've spent the night chit-chatting, and I know a lot of people have been sitting on the phone and on the Internet, and we really appreciate you very much, and uh, you're out there in front for all of us, and uh, uh, Uh love you very much. Well, you guys who pushed me out there, you know, um, it is what it is, and uh, I'm... I'm always happy to to see someone's life come together. Isn't that something? We want to thank you for that. Thank you for all your gifts and sharing oh, them. Oh, I with love us. you. I love you too. And really, um, let's do this again because there's another mystery afoot. I feel something strange, and we're going to find out what it is. That's what I think. Oh, can you imagine? I mean. Maybe a werewolf will come into my life. Oh my God, how cool that's, would that be? That's really interesting. It, it right? Could like, or like you know, um, scratch my back with those nails, man. <laughs> but it's been <laughs> it's been really cool. And um, you know, if I can do anything for you, you're you're a sister to me. You always will be. I feel the same way. So you just, oh, I just love you, and you take care of yourself, and I'm enjoying your books, yes. and uh, just go ahead, and I found the books on Amazon, so, uh, yeah, you, you know. can get it, Amazon, I saw some on eBay, I mean, but they're, it's worldwide, you know, all my books yes. are worldwide, they're in every language, um, you know, and I just hope that you walk away with uh, some knowledge after reading it and knowing that you're not alone. And, yes, these things do exist, and um, they're out there, and it's um, we are the others, you know. So. Yeah, that's right. We're all in this together, too. You're not alone. You may feel alone, no. but we're not alone. No, so absolutely I wish not. you a very good night and God bless you. Get a good sleep. Oh, and, thank you. Uh, yes, you're good always spirits, welcome. Good here. spirits, welcome Me only too. goodness and whatever God you believe in, may He always be right next to you. Thank you very so much. On that note, that yeah, I'll say good night and I love you good so much. Thank you. I love you, too. Give my best to Joe, okay? And tell her thank you for everything. I will, baby. Okay. Be good. All right, take care. Okay, you too. Bye. Good night. Bye. Well, I want to thank Jackie Barrett, uh, just a wonderful author, an all-around good person who is uh, really, uh, as time goes, she's like a sister to me, and I very much enjoyed her work and her books and her art and everything else. So, 
anyway, so thank you for hanging in there with us tonight and uh, come back for another show when it's announced and uh, we'll see you next time. And uh, follow the links to contact me and leave me a message if you'd like to be part of our show or for general help and assistance. I want to thank uh, all our guests and chatting on the phone and the listeners and the lady that called in and uh, I want to just thank you all for listening tonight. This show is archived so you can listen to it again and again and it's there and I love it. So Remember to tell your friends the paranormal and sacred is a place where the unheard may be heard. And please recommend this to your friends. God bless everybody. May your best dreams come true and true love live in your heart. God bless you. Good night.